Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, it is, it is goddamn early to be doing this. It is, but, you know, me and you both got some crazy schedules going this week, so. Oh, you know, my God. <laughs> we got to make do. We got to make do. <laughs> I know. I, I literally lay in bed, just woke up. I get a text from Chris saying, <laughs> hey, man, like, you, you awake? What Want to bang this out? And Yeah, but. Backstory: Me and Matt are just we're having a hard time figuring out a date to get this thing done because we both are having uh, crazy work weeks. Yeah, our jobs hate us at the moment. And, <laughs> they do. Uh, Luckily, my meeting got canceled, so I was able to uh, fit this in. Oh man, perfect! So, uh, yeah. so that so that means I get you for a full hour. All right, full hour. <laughs> we're probably not going to last that long. We never do, but. Try, try not trying to hype thing trying to hype us up or trying to wake us trying to wake me up how about that because <laughs> you've probably been awake for a few hours now based yeah. on that snapchat i got from you this morning very nice <laughs> by the way uh but yeah well what, what, what are you loving this week chris <laughs> what i am loving i have to say that i am loving that it's getting closer to football season i'm gonna keep it simple uh me and, you love, me, me and you love football, and I cannot wait to just watch the Giants on Sunday and throw on red zone all day long. Boring. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? Boring. Um, what am I? Okay, I got, I got two things, and then I'm going to break some news also as well. Um, the breaking of the news is completely unrelated to what I'm loving, but I'll do the loving first to respect the show and the rules of the show. Um. I'm loving one that the English Premier League is back, Chris. I don't know if you watch soccer or not. Do you? Be honest. I only watch the World Cup and uh, the uh, what do they call it? The Euro Cup. I actually just watching EPL. It's pretty good. Um, some good some good soccer's over there. Um, we do have some soccer uh, fanatics that listen to us, Chris. So yeah, and I they have re- and they have requested. <clears throat> They have requested that we start talking about soccer here, so I'm sure I, they I, did. I do, I do want to, I do want to honor that and start right. start mentioning it just a little bit. We're gonna ease our way, ease ourselves, ease our way into it, right, Chris? Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so it was just cool to see the EPL um, back in action. Uh, my team, Manchester City, we lost over the weekend, one nothing to Tottenham. It's fine. Uh, they had a slow start last year. You know, Jack Grealish's debut didn't go exactly the plan, but Pep decided not to really coach, as well as anybody not named Raheem Sterling, Jack Jack Grealish, or Kevin DeBrent. Just only those three guys did anything. Um, so there's that. Also, I do want to honor a legend on the soccer field as well, as she announced her retirement yesterday. I think you know this name. I think you'll know this name, Chris. Uh, Carly Lloyd announced her retirement yesterday. Yeah. Um, what a career. absolute star for U- for U.S. women's soccer, right there. Um, without her, some of the World Cups, some of the uh, some of the FIFA championships wouldn't be possible without her. Um, great <laughs> talent on the field. Great person off the field in general. Um, Definitely someone to look up to if you're a young, if you're a, you know, like a young kid trying to get into soccer. She's definitely someone that you want to look up to. Um, she's not mentioned as much as compared to the stars of the team like Alex Morgan um, or Megan Rapino or 
you know, former star in herself, um, Abby Wambach. But Carly, Carly, Carly Lloyd, absolute beast on the field. Probably one of my more favorite uh, women's soccer players to watch. Um, yeah, she has they some got, cr- crazy goals. They got four international friendlies coming up. Those are going to be her last four games, and then she's done. Um, and then she's also playing in um, you know, the United States Women's League as well. Um, she's going to finish the season there. And then once, you know, once it's all done, you know, that's when she's officially hanging it up. So, you know, hats off to her. Hell of a career. Um, she deserves us. Nothing yeah. but the best for her. Absolutely. All right, Chris, time to break some news. Time to break some news that I, I just saw. I just saw. I see it. I see it as well. Is it basketball related? No, mine's football. Okay, I guess you're going to break something else then, too. <laughs> uh, I'll break the football news, I guess. We actually have breaking news. Wow, this is odd. But uh, Tim Tebow was officially released from the Jaguars. Really? He already yeah. – really? They said – they said because today – Tuesday, today's the day that um, teams have to start to cutting up rosters. Yep, and I'm, I'm getting the tweet <laughs> from Adam Schefter right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody else on that list except for Tim Tebow. Um <laughs> So, to everyone who bought a Tim Tebow jersey, yikes. Idiots. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope to God the Jaguars have a return. Have a return event. Because, like, a lot of people bought the, bought that jersey expecting he'd make the team. So, I knew big he yikes. was going to make the team first. Big team, yikes. Um, okay, Chris, there you go. We broke some news, Chris. Look at us. Maybe we should record early more often. (laughs) Um, As for me, this broke an hour ago, but it's still technically breaking news. Um, From Shams, how the heck do you, I'm never going to know how to pronounce his last name. From Shams, the NBA reporter, 76ers star Joel Embiid has agreed to a four-year, $196 million Supermax contract extension. Um, this is a major extension for the 2021 NBA MVP runner-up. So they won't. So basically, what they just said is, "Hey Simmons, go f yourself. We're going to give all this money to Embiid instead." Yeah, as they should. Exactly. So, what do you think of this deal, Chris? It's um, four well, years, 196 million typical, extension. Typical deal that uh, those max contracts are going for. You know, when healthy, uh, he's a good player on both ends of the court. Yeah, but that pretty much sums it up. Um, yeah. I like that. Got, got to give them some more help. Yes, they do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris, as I've said a few times, it's early in the morning, right? It is. I think I think you and I need a massage. Start off our day. You know what I mean? Well, I got good news for you, Chris. Want to know what the good news is? I don't know. What is it? Well, Bernie and Chris is brought to you by Exogun. Ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without having to leave your house, Chris. That's some good stuff right there. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail. Um... For us, just get out of bed and start using it right away and put the power of percussive massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. ExoGuard is trusted by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. 
Like we said before, you can even use it for percussion therapy. Now, Chris, yeah. you're not that smart, so I know what you're asking. What What's is percussion therapy? Exactly. What is percussion therapy? <laughs> percussion therapy boosts muscle circulation and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with, the, with a series of rapid, uh, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Now, here's the important part, Chris. Get 10% off with the code CGS10, the number 10, at checkout. It comes with a charger and a carrying case. So go go out and go get your Exogun today and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Again, use the code CGS10, the number 10, at checkout. Get 10% off your order. Good stuff over there. Good, yeah. good stuff. Great gun. Go get one. Speaking of good stuff, let's talk about Chris Sale, Chris. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. I'm sure this is the last player you want to be talking about, but you know we're going to talk about him. So Chris Sale is officially back for the Red Sox. Red Sox had themse- had some- had themselves a hell of a weekend. Swept the Baltimore Orioles um, before Chris. You even attempt to say, "Oh, okay, you'd still Orioles." You're supposed As to they up. should sweep the Baltimore Orioles. I don't even want to hear it coming from yeah. your mouth, considering that when you guys had your little fancy <laughs> run that you had a few weeks ago. You guys, so playing some of the crappiest, you guys are playing some of the crappiest teams in baseball. That's and, where you're wrong, but... Um, buddy. You're wrong. Buddy. You're, you're playing wrong. the Royals, who suck. And we Pretty also sure play the a lot of good teams. We had the best record since the All-Star break. Yeah, because look at who you guys played. <laughs> no, we played good teams, too. That's a bunch of bullshit. I don't want to hear that. We're about to sweep your ass today, so be ready. Doubt it. Anyways... I absolutely doubt it. I'm not. I'm not scared of the COVID Yankees. Anyways, um, getting healthy, baby. Oh, shut up. Um, anyways, Chris Sale. Before I was rudely interrupted by a Yankee fan. Go figure. Um, <laughs> Chris Sale in his return to Fenway. He went five innings, six hits, uh, two earned runs, eight strikeouts. ERA was three point six. Remove your bias for a second, Chris, you stupid Yankees fan. Returning from Tommy John, not pitching for nearly two years, basically. That's a pretty <laughs> solid return right there, if I do say so myself. Yeah, pr- pretty solid for playing a bad team. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Reds, you know, they're, they're hot. They got, they, they, they got a sweep. Don't let the Red Sox get hot. That's all I got to say. The kids are eating again, Chris. Not um, for long. Not for long. Well, well, what are you dumb Yankees doing? You guys, you guys blew another lead. Actually, Yankees blew one. They blew the Field of Dream game. Awesome game, by the way. Great job by the we'll, MLB. We'll get into that, that in a second. But um, you know what? They played a good Chicago White Sox team, who's one of the better teams in AL, and they took two out of three. They have now won 12 of their last 13 series and have been one of the hottest teams since the uh, All-Star break. A huge three-game series coming up with the Red Sox, doubleheader today. Um, I'm not a fan of these doubleheaders. I hate the seven-inning games, especially – especially. Uh, I know Red Sox fans probably feel the same way. These oh, games, th- These games mean so much right now, and seven innings is just a bunch of bullshit. It should be nine-inning games. And uh, But uh, – you know, it's it's going to be a dogfight to the finish with between the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Rays. Uh, a lot up in the air with 40 games to play for all three of these teams. Now, since, now 
when you guys, who was the first team that you guys played back from uh, the All Star break? Was it the Rays? Yeah, I believe it was. Okay, so you guys got two out of three from the Rays. All right, good job. Good, good job. I will give you that one. You did good. Let me see if I can pull up the stat. I know I faded it there on Twitter, but you continue talking. If I find it, I'll let you mm-hmm. know. And you had a three-game series against the Marlins. The freaking Marlins. You sweep. I don't want to hear it, Matt. We're playing good baseball, and we're hurt. I don't want to hear your shit. Okay. And, and, and then and then you played the Orioles, which you lost to them 7-1 to in the, in the opening game, and then beat, and then beat them in the other <laughs> two. So so good job. You lost one to the to the horrible Orioles. And then you played the Mariners where they're decent. They're not great. They're not bad. They're in the middle. They're actually a decent team. They're in the middle. I don't want to hear it, Matt. We're winning games that we're supposed to win. You didn't so, even sweep them either. I, I'm gonna, you, I, found, I found my stats. So you found, you can, oh, what's your, I found my stats, so now you can your, F off, okay? What, what's your cute little stat, Chris? We had a serious win versus um, – Seattle, Houston, Boston, Philly is a good baseball team. Okay, Boston, good baseball team, but we lost. Exactly. Uh, only series that we've lost in our last eleven: Chicago, Kansas City, Seattle, Baltimore, Miami, Tampa, Philly, Houston, Tampa. So there's some good teams on there, and I don't want to hear it. Some, not all, but some, like two or three. And that doesn't matter. They're taking care of business. Two or and three, getting healthy. I like the direction this team's heading. I really the majority do. of the teams you've played have been bad. Yes. Okay, they have been bad. <laughs> yeah. You just we'll, sound we'll like see, a scared Red Sox. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You just sound like a scared Red Sox fan. It's okay, though. I, I understand. I understand. Oh, I am not scared of you guys at all. You guys all are right. the least threatening team in the you American should League. Be. You should be. I am not scared of you at all. All right. You should be. Anyways. Let's start with the Field of Dreams, Chris. Um, this was such a cool cool thing that the uh, MLB did. Um, in case you don't know, the Field of Dreams was based <clears throat> off of the movie uh, starring Kevin Costner. Um, I'm going to expose myself here on the, uh, on the podcast it's right never now. Never seen the movie. Never seen the movie. Um, for those of you who know me, that should not come to a surprise, as I have a giant list of movies that I still have to get to because, you know, I'm not that great. When it comes to cinematics and stuff like that, all my friends give me crap about this list all the time. Chris, I'll show it to you. You'll be like, "What the hell?" Um, anyways, though, it was just, it was a cool atmosphere <laughs> to see. Um, they're, they're basically playing in a cornfield, which is awesome. You had the players come out of a cornfield, which I have seen that clip, Chris. Before you even give me shit for it, I have seen I have seen that clip. It's a good. It, it was just it was just a good atmosphere. What do you have? Awesome. As a Yankee, oh, as someone, Chris, because I'll admit I didn't watch the full game. Um, something else was on TV that night. Um, you, I know, did watch the game until you fell asleep. Um, how, what was it like watching it, Chris? It was cool. You know, um, they did a great job in the stadium. And uh, you could tell there's like a different energy with uh, both teams, Chicago and Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of felt like they were just. They weren't just playing, like, an important game, which it was. They were kind of just, like, playing a game that they loved as, like, a young kid. That's what it kind of felt like. They all just had crazy smiles on their faces. Mm-hmm. And the White Sox came away the victors. It was between the White Sox and Yankees. Um, White Sox came away the victors. Tim Anderson walk off home run, bottom of the ninth. Uh, Yankees blow a lead, LOL, LOL. <laughs> um, one other cool little thing that happened in the MLB the other day, Chris, um, 
assuming you saw this. This was all over Twitter. Um, Tyler Gilbert of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. In his first career start in the major leagues, throws a no hitter. How cool is that? That guy's never given up a hit in his career. Yeah, awesome stuff. Um, his parents were there in the in the uh, in the stadium in the crowd. It was great, just great to see. You love to see that. Just young kids who've never who've never played before. They have played obviously, <clears throat> never played in the major leagues. Tosses a no no. That's awesome. That's a great way to start your career. Um, hopefully, hopefully he pans out to be a great pitcher. That's all I gotta yeah, say. Um, let's head into the NHL. We got one one little thing. One little thing. Uh, this is mainly for me. I'm sure Chris could care less. Um, Joe Thornton, still not retiring. Uh, he's taking his massive beard to Florida to go play with the Panthers on a one-year deal. At this point, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Because I'm sure – because last year, if you remember, Chris, when he signed with the Leafs, he said, I'm signing with a team that gives me the best chance to win the Cup. And he signed with the Leafs. Yeah, the Leafs. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to emphasize this. He signed with the Maple Leafs, <laughs> who haven't won a playoff series since what the early two thousands. I think. I think longer. <laughs> Jesus. So I don't know. I don't know what Wait. he sees with the Panthers. Maybe he sees something with the Florida Panthers. I don't know. Uh, good lost. luck. To, good. He's lost. He's washed up anyways. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, we're going to jump into the NBA um, off of that. Have you been watching any of the Summer League, Chris, at all? Nah, not none. Wow. <laughs> Chris, you know there's more to life than than Yankees at the moment, right? I'm just busy, bro. We're just very busy right now. All right. Well, Jalen Suggs and Jalen Green, two of the rookies drafted. I think it was the second overall pick and the fifth overall pick. Uh, they they exit summer league with injuries. Uh, I don't think this is a cause for concern. What do you think, Chris? Just no, um, perceive a caution. Yeah, um, it's been great to watch summer league in general. Uh, the Celtics—they're actually in the championship tonight, Chris, um, against the Kings. Celtics have been awesome this um <laughs> This summer league for I, good I luck. Seen, I have been seeing the highlights of the Celtics, and it's good to see a couple of those guys that we drafted last year: Peyton Pritchard. Uh, what's the other guy? I forget his name. Aaron Neesmith. Yeah, it seems like they b- both are going to be taking the next step next year. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Pritchard, he dropped ninety-two points. I saw that in a, in a pro amateur game. What a legend! That is just. Showing up to a I really think I do think that he's going to be a big piece to our team next year. He's I think he's only going to continue to get better, mm-hmm. and he wants to be great. Mm-hmm. And we do have um, we do have something to talk about with the Celtics. Speaking of great, Mar- not great, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. I I don't know. How, how do you feel about this, Chris? <clears throat> I like Smart. Um, you know, it's a lot of money, but um. You know, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, it's kind of up in the air for me how I feel about it. Here's my thing. Defensively, I get it. He's a good defender. He is. He's streaky, unfortunately, offensively. Yeah. When it comes to offense, <clears throat> holy God, he is so inconsistent. You can't have that. Especially next year now where it's being reported he's going to be the starting point guard next year for the team. Cannot have that. They're not going to start a shooter? 
No, they're gonna have Schroeder. They're gonna have Schroeder come off the bench. Which, by the way, the Celtics signed Dennis Schroeder to a one-year deal as well. I would like, I would like to have that the opposite way. I think I would do. I would much rather have Schroeder as the point guard because Schroeder will actually do what a point guard's supposed to do: pass the ball to Jason Tatum, pass the ball to J- uh, Jalen Brown. Smart's gonna shoot so many unnecessary threes. It's. I I think he's gonna lose <laughs> his starting job quickly, especially if someone off, especially if Pritchard or if um. Yeah. Schroeder just outperform him, which there's a high chance they do. I I, I think Ime Udoka is going to realize, all right, yeah, no, Marcus Smart's not it. All right, cool. Back to the bench you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is the same because you're paying you're paying Marcus Smart now four years, seventy seven million dollars. So hope hope Brad, hope Bradley Beal doesn't mind uh, not getting a complete supermax next summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is what it is, though. Um, there's, always, there's always money. Yeah, I'm sure you know they'll fi- they'll find a way to, they'll find a way to pay him. Um, let's talk about some college football, Chris. I can't believe we're doing this. No, I'm pumped. So you're a big college football guy, right? Yes, I don't have a necessarily team that I like, but I you do just like watch watching college. it. I do enjoy watching it every every Saturday, and I love how it's on Thursdays, Wednesdays, any day of the week. Really, it's on. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, Chris, the <clears throat> AP top twenty five dropped, so we got the rankings now for the preseason. Heading into gonna, the regular season. You're going to give us the top 10, or what are you going to do? I got all 25. All right, let's hear it. All right, number one, Alabama. I know, that's hard to believe, right, Chris? Yeah. Head scratcher um, right there. Head scratcher right there. Well, fun fact, actually, about uh, Nick Saban with Alabama. They've only won once when they've started the season at number one. Interesting. So, something to keep your eye on with that. Um, number two is Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, is the Heisman favorite by a clear mile. Let's see what he can do now. Now that he's um, with a full season now, basically, let's see what he can do. At number three is Clemson. Life without Trevor Lawrence officially begins. DJ Ugalele, um, sure, I'm not pronouncing that name right. Is you know he, he now he takes over. We saw a glimpse of him last year when Trevor Lawrence was out with COVID. Um, let's see what he can do as a full-time starter now. Number four, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Zero surprise that they're number four. Number five is Georgia. Number six is Texas A&M. Number seven is Iowa State. Number eight is Cincinnati. Number nine is Notre Dame. Cincinnati, team to look out for again. Exactly. And then number 10, this is my team to look out for here. Number 10 is someone who is going to challenge um, Clemson for the ACC. Uh, North Carolina. Sam Howell in his senior year. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. A little fun fact. Mac Brown's a good coach. Mac Brown's a great coach. A little fun fact, too. Week one, Chris. Clemson, Georgia. That, that's it. one hell of a way to start your season, right? Oh, yeah. If Georgia wins this game, Chris, Clemson, I think, is immediately in trouble because they don't have any other meaningful opponents for the rest of the year. Yeah, it should be interesting. So it's crazy that right out the gate, week one is a must-win for Clemson if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. Crazy to think about. Crazy. Uh, continue on, continuing on with the rankings. 11 is Oregon. 12 is Wisconsin. 13 is Florida. 
14 is Miami. 15 is USC. Don't sleep on the Trojans this year. 16 is LSU. 17 is Indiana. 18 is Iowa. 19 is Penn State. They're looking to have a bounce back year. Shut up. 20 is Washington. (laughs) 21 is Texas. 22 is Coastal Carolina. They'll be out within a week. 23 is the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. 24 is Utah. And 25 is Arizona State. Just missing the top 25. I think our Arizona State is going to be a good team this year. A team to look out for in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Now, two teams that just missed the top 25 are Oklahoma State and Ole Miss. Don't know why. Um, some other notable schools. Auburn got 32 votes. Michigan got 12 votes. Um, Boston College got five votes. Um, yeah, what the heck? <laughs> um but notice how Michigan isn't in there, and they have, they're have they supposed to be really good. Hmm. Wonder why. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Let's, um, let's jump into the NFL now to uh, close things out for today. So we're one week, we're one week Chris, into the preseason. Um, I know you didn't watch because you're a loser. Um, what? That's right. That's right. That's right. I called you a loser. That's right. You didn't watch. You didn't watch your team. You didn't watch your team, Chris. I watched a couple of series, but I have a more important game on at the time in preseason football. All right. So you paid somewhat attention then? Uh, a little bit, but literally Joe Judge didn't play anyone, so, which I'm okay with. Let's get these guys healthy. We'll play the third preseason game and a half, and let's get into I'm ready for a regular season football, baby. Yeah. Well, the Giants won't be without Alfred Morris, Chris, because they just released him. So. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, cool. Um, because, again, today, <clears throat> Tuesday um, – it is officially a roster cutdown day for for the first wave of it. So we'll see. I've been paying attention to see if any, anyone notable has been released yet. Obviously, Tim Tebow was released. Now we got Alfred Mord for the Giants. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen anyone yet. I don't think the Patriots haven't made any moves yet. Um, but we're getting there. We're getting we're getting there. The Patriots will probably make some moves this afternoon. Anyway, speaking of those Patriots, they won their preseason game against the uh, Washington football team. Um, the star of this game was Ramondre Stevenson, the running back from Oklahoma. He had 10 carries for 127 yards and two touchdowns, including a 91-yard scamper down the field at the end of the game. Um, Mac Jones looked good. Cam Newton looked good. The team looked good in general. Um, what are you feeling, Matt? I'm hearing – I've seen a lot of people saying that it's an open competition or you think it's Cam Newton's job to lose. It's Cam Newton's job right now just because he knows the system more. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> But if Cam Newton doesn't I'm live here, up, I'm hearing it's a lot closer than people think. Yeah, it probably is a lot closer than people think. Um, I think Cam will be ultimately will be the starter week one. Belichick wouldn't throw a rookie in there. Um, if Cam Newton doesn't perform in the first three games, because week four we're going to get blown out. If Cam Newton doesn't perform in the first three games, which are very winnable because it's the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Saints. <laughs> Without the Saints um, and Michael Thomas. Cam Newton doesn't perform. Maybe you start thinking about throwing a Mac week five because week four you're not throwing Mac into that fire against Brady and the Bucks. You're not doing that. Yeah. I'm so it's just, some, just something to think about out. maybe at week five or beyond just in case Cam just, you know, is not living up to expectations again. Yeah. Um, I know last year too with Cam, he was set up to fail. That's a, he did. 
Um, he's got weapons. He's got a good team. He's had the offseason to learn the playbook. He doesn't have COVID. Um, now we're going to see what Cam Newton can really do in a Patriots uniform. And so far, so good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, as for your Giants, Chris, um, you said you watched a few series. Well, they lost 12-7 to to the Jets. Um, yeah, no big deal. No, one's no big deal, though. No big deal. You're not. You're not. You're not too worried. I know you're not too worried at all. I wouldn't be either. Um, nah, I, like I just want to get into the season healthy. Um, I know our defense is going to be elite. They're going to keep us in many games. They are a good defense. So it, it's really going to come down to. Uh, I'm worried about the offensive line, but other than that, I mean, uh, Andrew Thomas looked pretty good. He had a pretty high grade in his first game. Uh, Willie, Willie Hernandez looked good. So um, those two guys are going to be key for the offensive line. Um, I just need them to be average. Uh, you know, give Saquon some holes to run through once he's cleared uh, to play fully. Um, I don't think it's probably week one. I think I'm thinking more week three for him. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. It, it's a make or break year for Daniel Jones. It, it's you got weapons around you. Um, it, it's now or never. <clears throat> All right. I like that. And to end the show on a good note, on a good note, Chris, good note, good note. The Atlanta Falcons are the first team, Chris, to be a hundred percent vaccinated. Uh, I thought you were going to say they blew another lead or something. <laughs> no, yet. they didn't. No, no, they didn't blow a lead at all. They're the first to do something, actually. Well, um, you know, love to hear it. I also um, saw the Las Vegas Raiders now made it uh, mandatory that you have to be fully vaccinated to go to a game. Yeah, fans are pissed about, pissed off about that. I um, think a lot, a lot more stadiums might be doing it, we'll say. Yeah. i got to find my vaccination card just in case Gillette pulls something. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's going to be it for this week. Um, good stuff as always, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, social distance yourself. Call out all the Karens. We'll see you guys next week.